0: You moved from Texas to Brooklyn, and did you start off in the restaurant industry, or what motivated your move?
1: No, I had a friend in Texas who decided to move to New York City, and I thought she was crazy. And then she asked if I wanted to go, and I was like, actually, everything's kind of lined up. I can. So I just decided to kind of move on a whim. Um, I'd worked for a money manager in Texas. I had worked for a couple of restaurants, but not before I moved to New York that recently. So then when I was in New York, I worked for a company that worked with my money manager and then quit that because I didn't want to work in a corporate job anymore and started working more locally in Greenpoint and worked for a few restaurants. And yeah. then that moved into Brooklyn Brewery.
0: Is that where you met your husband?
1: Um, so that's a longer story. I mean, <laughs> yes, technically. <laughs> technically. um, He used to work at one of... You know, all of my my friends' favorite bars, it was called Extra Fancy, and that was in Williamsburg. It was kind of all of our local hangout, and it was also an account of mine because I did sales for Brooklyn Brewery, so I dealt with all the bars and restaurants in North Brooklyn around the brewery, Um, and that was one of the main ones. So he handled the bar there, and we became friends, and then eventually, years later, that turned into dating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And did that turn into also this partnership in terms of food and and, uh, the restaurant? Or how did that develop?
1: The the ironic part is we were friends for years, and we talked about opening this much crazier version of what we're doing now. But um, we realized it was way too expensive to to do in Brooklyn. But our original idea was to open something together as friends. And then it just happened to be years later that, you know, as a married couple, we opened the Junction.
0: And how did you find the area? Did You guys were coming up on weekends,
1: Yeah, so I had a car in the city because I was doing sales, and I was having to lug beer around places constantly, Um, and then that made it so I could go upstate and get out of the city as often as I wanted. So he started coming with me, and we would go camping, and we taught ourselves how to fly fish, and then it turned into, I mean, an extreme hobby where we were doing it every weekend. So... In the summer, I mean, we were literally up here almost as much as we were in the city. And then it turned into, well, we should just buy a house because it's probably more affordable than doing this every weekend. Um, And so we bought our house in 2019.
0: And you escaped Brooklyn.
1: (laughs) Technically, yes. (laughs) I mean, you know, unfortunately, the pandemic sort of pushed us out. But, I I mean, I was ready to move. He was worried about what he would do for work, and we talked about opening something. We did not in any way plan for it to be this soon, but that's just how it worked out.
0: Yeah, you, you didn't plan on it being that soon. As you said, it sort of was a crazy idea you had. How do you feel about it now that it's sort of developed into this, you know, day-to-day, your life, really?
1: I mean, I feel great about it now. Obviously, when we started really thinking about it was during the pandemic and I mean everyone thought we were crazy to try to open a small bar and restaurant in Roscoe during a pandemic (laughs) but my my mentality was there's no way that people will stay at home forever like we're just not meant to be that way I was like people will be back out at bars and restaurants at some point so we just planned for that and it was kind of crazy timing um, we got like our health inspection and the building inspection the weekend of Memorial Day weekend of 2021. And that was the same weekend the mask mandate was lifted. So it was just, it was wild. It was the wildest weekend. People were just ready to come out.
0: All of that pent up
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> desire to be out and about and uh, have yeah. food and cocktails it with was other people. really
1: great timing. <laughs>
0: how has it been uh, for you as a woman entrepreneur in in the Catskills? How would you describe the experience?
1: I mean, I guess it's not, I mean, my husband and I do it together, so I'm not luckily doing it alone, but it is a lot to handle, you know? I mean, there's definitely every now and then I get a look, oh, this is your place, Uh, (laughs) or a comment, but that's because, you know, we're also doing everything, like, I'm the server, the manager, the busser, the runner, I, you know, I'm the accountant, I do just about everything. So I think people are shocked at how much we do and how hands-on we are and that while we're working in the restaurant every day, we're, like I'm also the face of it. So it's been difficult and um a lot of work, but totally rewarding to have something that's my own.
0: And you guys keep your restaurant open a little later than most places. It's difficult to find a place that's open late up here.
1: <laughs> it is. And, you know, that's for good reason. We It's hard in New York, in upstate New York, because the winters are so crazy and kind of unpredictable. And the roads can be, you know, icy or snowstorms coming through. So um, we're open until 11 uh, because that's just the we, – we built a place that we wanted to hang out at. So, we wanted a place where we could go have a drink after dinner, and there wasn't a rush to get in and out by 8 or 9 p.m. And so, even though dinner's done at 9.30, we can still have people hang out with us until 11. Um, But we do have to make sure they get home okay, so we're always keeping an eye on those things. And, you know, it's always up in the air.
0: We talked about this at the beginning, where uh, New York you kind of came to the city uh, a bit on a whim. This wasn't really planned uh, and it was an idea that, that you know, that was bubbling around. Is this something that you think will continue for a while or do you have other crazy ideas?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, I always have crazy ideas. Uh, <laughs> my, my husband will agree to that. I'll just walk out of a room and be like, so I was thinking, um, No. So, I mean, the Junction will be here for years to come. We get asked a lot about if we're going to do something else. And there have been a few things that we've talked about this year. Um, We'll definitely do something else at some point. I just, I don't know when or where, (laughs) but it'll be up here somewhere.
0: I want to talk a little bit about inspiration. What (laughs) inspires you and and Aaron at the restaurant uh, in terms of food and the environment?
1: Well, that was pretty huge for us from the beginning and still is. Um, I feel like there's a lot of places that are meant for locals or they're meant for city people or they're more catered that way, whether they intend to be or not. But we wanted to be a place that everyone felt welcome. So whether, you know, you've been living upstate for 50 years or one year, it doesn't really matter. Uh, We wanted it to be like comfortable and cozy and inviting and that continues to be our goal. Like we have a mixed crowd most nights and I love that about our place. Um, Our food is just, it's approachable too. Like we don't want to price anybody out. We do have like a couple nice dishes, but for the most part, it's just consistent. Um, And we try to make sure every single day the meals come out the exact same way and there's no differences and that, you know, it's, it's the same experience every time, maybe even better, who knows, but um, consistency, normal operating hours, and just like a comfortable environment are what we shoot for.
0: Like an authentic space.
1: Yeah. It's not forced, I mean, like, you know, we both fly fish, we're in a fly fishing town. We definitely cater to fishermen, um, but like to locals, to city people, to everybody. Like we we are the faces, we're the personality, and we want everyone to feel welcome.
0: It's almost like as if it had always been there.
1: I mean, people do say that, you know, we're going on, we're about to be in our fourth summer open, which is crazy. Can you believe it? <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't know how we survived the first year. It was it was so wild. Um, but, you know, here we are and people keep coming back. So that's great. We must be doing something right. Um, but it's been, it's been a lot but, like, in the best possible way. We never thought we'd be able to do something like this. I never expected it to be as busy as it is or, you know, for people to like it as much, but we're very happy with it.
0: Did you have any uh, interest in uh, food or, or restaurants, you know, growing up, or anybody in your family?
1: Definitely not me, necessarily. I grew up in, like, my family was more like retail. My dad was in the Air Force growing up, so we are kind of all over the place, but... Aaron specifically grew up in um his family had a hotel on the Outer Banks. So he's always pushed for it. Whereas like I'm more, you know, the books and the GM <laughs> things like that. He he the bartender and loves loves to be buying the bar there. But that was more him. Um I, you know, I was with Brooklyn Brewery for almost ten years. So uh I'd seen so many bars and restaurants open and close. And so that's where my background comes from, is more recent than growing up. I mean, I would worked in restaurants. I never really thought about opening one way back then.
0: Or, or owning one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't think about owning one.
0: <laughs> and and how you guys approach the community, we talked about a little bit too. And you, source, you try to source locally as much as possible as well?
1: Yeah, we try to. Um, we deal with like... A couple farms around here. Um, we get like our venison from Howler and Farm um, and lots of stuff from Summer and Time Farm. But, um, you know, as much as we can, but then also sometimes you have to keep cost effective. And that's the way we can keep prices down if we can get, you know, we still use Martin's buns, like <laughs> not, you know, not doing anything crazy, but just doing things that taste good and, you know, are consistent is the key.
0: What else do you want folks to know about the junction and about your experience here in the Catskills?
1: I mean, I think we, if anyone's ever been there, you see, especially during the summertime, like how crazy and hectic it can be. Um, I think during the winter time, I've, you know, there were a lot of restaurants that announced closings this week or hours and changing or renovation or whatever. Um, And it's really difficult to own a business up here. It's not easy. And anyway, it takes a lot of hard work and effort. You have to show up every day and really stand behind it. And I think working throughout the summer and, you know, tons of people come through town. But then when we get to wintertime and it, like, actually slows down, I think that's my favorite part because then we can, like, actually sit and talk to all our regulars. We have more time to, like, slow down and, like... You know, relax and recharge, and really spend time with all the people that show up all year long. And it's like the winter is my favorite, and that's when I love seeing everybody.
0: Talking about some of the restaurants that closed. Yeah. So we need to support our restaurants. So for someone who's listening, maybe they're a first timer, they haven't been to the Junction. What are what are the things they definitely should order to get that experience? Oh my.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're open Friday to Monday. I'd recommend coming in earlier. Um, but things that people love are like our smoked trout spread. We do fried artichokes with hot honey on them. We have a venison ragu and then, um, our chicken sandwich actually just got voted best chicken dish in the river (laughs) report.
0: Congratulations. Um, We have a really
1: great burger. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, we have a really great burger. All we have a small menu. It's all, you know, it's all going to be good and consistent, but you know, smoked trout spread and artichokes and ragu, you can't really go wrong.
0: And you can find out more about The Junction at thejunctionrosco.com. I've been talking to Misty Hackworth. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.